Ruth. Now we come to the charming story of Ruth, told in the book which bears her name. In the days of one of the judges, when the judges ruled, there came a famine in the land, and a certain man of Bethlehem, Judah, went to sojourn in the land of Moab with his wife and his two sons. He was named Elimelech, and his wife Naomi, and his two sons, the one a Mahalon and the other a Chelion. They were of Bethlehem of Judah. And entering into the country of Moab, they abode there. And Elimelech, the husband of Naomi, died, and she remained with her sons. And they took wives of the women of Moab, of which one was Orpha and the other Ruth. And they dwelt there ten years. And they both died to wit, Maelon and Chelion. And the woman was left alone, having lost both her sons and her husband. And she arose to go from the land of Moab to her own country, with both her daughters-in-law. For she had heard that the Lord had looked upon his people and had given them food. Therefore she went forth out of the place of her sojournment with both her daughters-in-law, and being now in the way to return into the land of Judah, she said to them, Go ye home to your mothers. The Lord dear mercifully with you, as you have dealt with the dead and with me. May he grant you to find rest in the houses of the husbands which you shall take. And she kissed them. And they lifted up their voice and began to weep and to say, We will go on with thee to thy people. But she answered them, Return, my daughters, why come ye with me? Return again, my daughters, and go your ways, for I am now spent with age. Do not so, my daughters, I beseech you, for I am grieved the more for your distress, and the hand of the Lord is gone out against me. And they lifted up their voice and began to weep again. Orpha kissed her mother-in-law and returned. Ruth stuck close to her mother-in-law. And Naomi said to her, Behold, thy kinswoman is returned to her people and to her gods. Go thou with her. She answered, Be not against me to desire that I should leave thee and depart. For whithersoever thou shalt go, I will go. And where thou wilt dwell, I also will dwell. Thy people shall be my people and thy God my God. The land that shall receive thee dying, in the same will I die, and there will I be buried. The Lord do so and so to me, and add more also, of aught but death, part me and thee. Then Naomi, seeing that Ruth was steadfastly determined to go with her, would not be against it, nor persuade her any more to return to her friends. So they went together and came to Bethlehem, and when they were come into the city, the report was quickly spread among all, and the women said, This is that Naomi. But she said to them, Call me not Naomi, which means beautiful, but call me Mara, which means bitter, for the Almighty had quite filled me with bitterness. I went out full, and the Lord hath brought me back empty. Why then do you call me Naomi, whom the Lord hath humbled and the Almighty hath afflicted? So Naomi came with Ruth, the Moabites, her daughter-in-law, from the land of her sojournment, and returned into Bethlehem in the beginning of the barley harvest.
Now her husband, Elimelech, had a kinsman, a powerful man and very rich, whose name was Boaz. And Ruth the Moabitess said to her mother-in-law, If thou wilt, I will go into the field and glean the ears of corn that escape the hands of the reapers. Wheresoever I shall find grace with a householder that will be favourable to me. And she answered her, Go, my daughter. She went therefore and gleaned the ears of corn after the reapers. And it happened that the owner of that field was Boaz, and was of the kindred of Elimelech. And behold, he came out of Bethlehem and said to the reapers, The Lord be with you. And they answered him, The Lord bless thee. And Boaz said to the young man that was set over the reapers, Whose maid is this? And he answered him, This is the Moabites who came with Naomi from the land of Moab, and she desired to have a, to leave to glean the ears of corn that remain, following the steps of the reapers. And she hath been in the field from morning until now, and has not gone home for one moment. And Boaz said to Ruth, Hear me, daughter, do not go to glean in any other field, and do not depart from this place, but keep with thy maids and follow where they reap. For I have charged my young men not to molest thee, and if thou art thirsty, go to the vessels and drink of the waters whereof the servants drink. She fell on her face and worshipped upon the ground and said to him, Whence cometh this to me, that I should find grace before thy eyes, and that thou shouldst vouchsafe to take notice of me, a woman of another country? And he answered her, All hath been told me that thou hast done to thy mother-in-law after the death of thy husband and how thou hast left thy parents and the land wherein thou wast born, and art come to a people which thou knewest not heretofore. The Lord rendered unto thee for thy work, and mayest thou receive a full reward of the Lord the God of Israel, to whom thou art come, and under whose wings thou art fled. And she said, I have found grace in thy eyes, my Lord, who has comforted me, and has spoken to the heart of thy handmaid, who am not like one of thy maids. And Boaz said to her, At mealtime come thou hither, and eat of the bread, and dip thy morsel in the wine. So she sat at the side of the reapers, and she heaped to herself frumently, and ate, and was filled, and took the leavings. And she arose from thence to glean the ears of corn as before. And Boaz commanded his servant, saying, If she would even reap with you, hinder her not, and let fall some of your handfuls, of purpose, and leave them, that she may gather them without shame, and let no man rebuke her when she gathereth them. She gleaned therefore in the field until evening, and beating out with a rod and threshing what she had gleaned, she found about the measure of an effi of barley, that is, three bushels, which she took up and returned into the city, and showed it to her mother-in-law. Therefore she brought out, and gave her of the remains of her meat wherewith she had been filled. And her mother-in-law said to her, Where hast thou gleaned today, and where hast thou wrought? Blessed be he that hath pity on thee. And she told her with whom she had wrought. And she told the man's name, that he was Boaz. And Noemi answered her, Blessed be he of the Lord, because the same kindness which he soweth to the living, he hath kept also to the dead. And again she said, The man is our kinsman. And Ruth said, he also charged me that I should keep close to his reapers till all the corn should be reaped. And her mother-in-law said to her, It is better for thee, my daughter, to go out to reap with his maids, lest in another man's field someone may resist thee. 
So she kept close to the maids of Boaz and continued to glean with them till all the barley and the wheat were laid up in the barns. After this occurred, this strange incident took place when Naomi, having explained to to Ruth that Boaz was her nearest kinsman and that according to the laws and the customs of that time, before the establishment of the Levitical law given by Moses, it was a custom of the next of kin, of a dead man, to purchase or redeem his estate in order to keep it within the tribe. If the man left a young and a childless wife, it was also the duty of the next of kin to marry her, and by having children, save the family name from extinction. Therefore, any young widow like Ruth would regard her dead husband's next of kin as her own rightful affianced husband. And it's absolutely necessary for us to grasp the strange custom. Otherwise, the action which Naomi and Ruth obeyed must seem to our eyes now a, uh, a very strange a, uh, incident to, in order to entrap Boaz. Since Naomi saw in Boaz an extra king who should redeem, she told Ruth that she must place herself under his protection. In fact, if you like, even strangely, for the woman to make, take the initiative in suggesting marriage. And the time chosen was the night when, after winnowing the barley on the threshing floor outside in the fields, when the men stayed outside and slept there in order to protect their grain, that Ruth went there by night and, according to the custom, lay at his feet when the man was asleep and presented her self to him uh, when he awoke as being her nearest kinsman. And he uh, commended her for her, uh, for her virtue and, uh, and uh, accepted uh, to take upon himself that responsibility because it would appear from what we've already read that he'd already he, uh, if not exactly fallen in love with her, was certainly very well disposed towards her. But that nevertheless, there was another kinsman he, uh, who was in fact closer than him. And he said to Ruth, Blessed art thou of the Lord my daughter, and thy latter kindness has surpassed, surpassed the former, because thou hast not followed young men, either poor or rich. Fear not therefore, But whatsoever thou shalt say to me, I will do to thee. For all the people that dwell within the gates of my city know that thou art a virtuous woman. Neither do I deny myself to be near of kin, but there is another nearer than I. Boaz went up to the gate and sat there. And when he had seen the kinsman going by, of whom he had spoken before, he said to him, calling him by his name, Turn aside for a little while and sit down here. He turned aside and sat down. And Boaz, taking ten men of the ancients of the city, said to them, Sit ye down here. They sat down, and he spoke to the kinsman, Naomi. Naomi, who has returned from the country of Moab, will will sell a parcel of land that belonged to our brother Elimelech. I would have thee to understand this, and would tell thee before all that sit here, and before the ancients of my people. 
If thou wilt take possession of it by the right of kindred, buy it and possess it. But if it please thee not, tell me so, that I may know what I have to do. For there is no near kinsman besides thee, who art first, and me who am second. But he answered, I will buy the field. And Boaz said to him, When thou shalt buy the field at the woman's hand, thou must take also Ruth the Moabitess, who was the wife of the deceased, to raise up the name of thy kinsman in his inheritance. But he answered, I yield up my right as next of kin, for I must not cut off the posterity of my own family. Do thou make use of my privilege, which I profess I do willingly forgo. Now this in former times was the manner in Israel between kinsmen, that if at any time one yielded his right to another, that the grant might be sure, the man put off his shoe and gave it to his neighbour. This was a testimony of session of right in Israel. So Boaz said to his kinsman, Put off thy shoe. And immediately he took it off from his foot, and he said to the ancients and to all the people, You are witnesses today that I have bought all that was Elimelech's and Chelion's and Marlon's of the land of Naomi. And have taken to wife Ruth the Morbitess, the wife of Marlon to raise up the name of the deceased in his inheritance, lest his name be cut off from amongst his family and his brethren and his people. You, I say, are witnesses of this thing. Then all the people that were in the gate and the ancients answered, We are witnesses. The Lord make this woman who cometh into thy house, like Rachel and Liar, who built up the house of Israel, that she may be an example of virtue in Ephrathah, and may have a famous name in Bethlehem. Boaz therefore took Ruth and married her, and the Lord gave her to conceive and bear a son. And the women of, the, of Bethlehem said to Naomi, Blessed be the Lord, who hath not suffered thy family to want a successor, that his name should be preserved in Israel. And thou, hast, and thou, and thou shouldst have one to comfort thy soul and cherish thy old age. For he is born of thy daughter-in-law, who loveth thee. It is much better to thee than if thou hast seven sons. And Naomi, taking the child, laid it on her bosom, and she carried it, and was a nurse unto it. And the women, her neighbours congratulating with her, said, There is a son born to Naomi, and they have called his name Obed. He is the father of Isai, the father of David, and ultimately an ancestor of our blessed Lord himself. This charming little story has got uh, enormous uh, significance for us. First and foremost, as we see, that this, uh, this explains to us how Ruth came to be, by her marriage with Boaz, uh, an ancestor of David and an ancestor of our blessed Lord. And also, it's related that Boaz was himself descended from Rahab, who we remember uh, assisted the Israelites in taking Jericho. And therefore it's of a, a great interest that Rahab uh, and Ruth uh, uh, were not uh, of the Jews uh, or the Israelites, but rather they were from Gentile and even from pagan stock. But they converted to the true religion, and uh, even from life of sin, as the case of Rahab, of course, who was a harlot, uh, and in the flesh, our ancestors 
of our blessed Saviour. Now this story is fascinating because in Ruth we can see uh, a figure, an image of the Christian soul. See how we have said that she, she was a, uh, from a pagan land. Edom was the land of the pagans, of the descendants uh, of Esau, which had by this time become, become paganized, and uh, that she adopted willingly the God of Israel and the people uh, of God. And in this charming story, when the, her, her sister-in-law goes back, once things get hard, goes back to her own people and to her own gods, but Ruth rather insists on staying with her mother-in-law. Another, it's another beautiful story. It's not often a, uh, that we have stories of, of, of daughters-in-law who are completely and so utterly devoted to their mother-in-law as Ruth was, that she refuses to go back. She wishes to, 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 to go with Naomi into the land of the people of God and the, to be there with them, saying to Naomi that, a, uh, that thy God will be my God and my people, a, uh, thy people shall be my people. And then when, when, she, when she does get there, she meets Boaz, and Boaz surely is a figure of our blessed Lord himself. Boaz is the man of Bethlehem, the place where our Lord was to come. Bethlehem means the house of bread. Ruth went and gleaned in the cornfields. This was a, this was a, this was a permission which was given to the poor and the destitute that they could gather up these ears of corn which were, which were left behind. And so she took advantage of that privilege and she was completely destitute. And she is in the field and she's in the field of Boaz. And it's interesting to see that uh, it's from Boaz uh, that she receives the, the ears of corn, not just the one she's able to pick up herself, but that Boaz actually uh, tells his servants to leave more for her and welcomes her into the field. And when she is in the field, he tells her to drink the water, which is available for his own servants, and also uh, to drink uh, uh, of the wine uh, and the bread, which is provided at mealtimes. It's not hard to see in all this imagery our Lord, who said that he was the, he was the Lord of the harvest, who gathers labourers into his harvest, that he is the water of life, uh, the living water, uh, which comes from God himself, the, uh, the bread and the wine representing the Holy Eucharist provided here in the context of the field of Bethlehem and tells Ruth not to go into any other field, not to go to any other place, to any other religion, to any other church, uh, but rather to, 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 to remain in his field and there to, and there to glean. So, you, Ruth represents a, a beautiful example of fidelity, a, a purity, chastity, a devotion, a ch charity to not only towards God but also towards her neighbour, as beautifully represented by Naomi, and the, and, and surely a, when we when we consider the the beauty 
of the story and that Ruth is beautiful not because of any extraordinary actions which she performed like some of the other great women of the Bible like Deborah or, uh, or Esther or Judah that she is just the example, the perfect example of a beautiful, humble soul completely given over to God's providence and therefore a perfect model for each and every one of us.